This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hi, everybody. It's February 24th, 2015. What? No, it's not. It's not that at all. But we're going to go back in time today because that's what we do every Saturday with our Saturday Selects picks. And we are going back to February 24th, 2015 because I want to talk about lefties. Are you a lefty? Do you kick with your left hand? Do you punch people with your left hand? Do you write with your left hand? Do you eat with your left hand? Do you, well, I'm not going to talk about other things that you might can do with left hands or right hands, but you get the picture. Here's the episode, everybody. Why do lefties exist? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark with Charles W. Chuck Bryant, and Jerry's over there, too. And this is Stuff You Should Know, oh, the podcast. Man, oh man, I would love for people to just be a fly on the wall in this studio sometimes. And you you get squashed. <laughs> it was a lot of fun pre-record today, people. I hate that you miss out on that kind of stuff. But you know what? That's a, that's for us. We, we deserve a little something. Yeah. And that's called pre-show fun. Fun. <laughs> Hammering out the details. Hammering out the details. I thoroughly enjoyed researching this one. Oh, really? It, it burned my brain a little bit. It burned my brain a little bit, too, but um, I just I, I didn't know anything about handedness. And, you didn't? Uh, no, not really. Don't use your hands much? Well, I mean, as far as uh, why you are left or right-handed or ambidextrous, it was all kind of new information for me. Yeah. So, I feel yeah. like I'd read that IO9 article, which we should give a huge shout out to because yeah, it's a, forming partially the basis of this um, episode. Yeah, why are so few people left-handed from IO9? And they uh, sourced a lot of great stuff from Discover Magazine yeah. and their article. So And science. And science. So, so it's, it's legit. It is legit. Uh, possibly even too legit to quit. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, which I could not do with my left hand. Uh, I guess I can. I just did it. You just did too. You're signing, sign, signing to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm equally bad at at doing too legit to quit finger motions with either hand. I'm right-handed, by the way. What about you? Uh, I'm right-handed, but that is weird since you have your MC Hammer pants on. I thought you would be good at that. That's all just. <laughs> it's not hard to put on pants. It's hard to do the too legit to quit finger motions. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, right-handed. Um, to a, well, I was about to say to a fault, but. Heavily, heavily right-handed, because after reading this, I do believe that there is a bit of a spectrum, I think. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, I think I think some people are 
way dominant with their one hand and some people skew more toward, yeah, I can do some things with this hand. Uh, and some people are ambidextrous, which we'll talk about. But, Very um, few, though. Fewer than you think. Yeah, but um, I am heavily, heavily right-handed. I cannot do many... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, fine, fine, yeah, not like my fine motor skill tasks. I cannot do very well with my left hand. <laughs> I got you. I can just like club things and smack things and right, knock stuff over. Yeah, knock stuff over. <laughs> You're like Frankenstein clearing a table. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, what about you? I mean, can you do anything with your left hand? Uh, I used to think I was, you know. Pretty this, much just yeah. strictly right-handed, but then I, 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 especially researching this, I paid attention. And I'm like, no, I use my le- my left hand a little more than I thought. I'm definitely not ambidextrous, and if there is such a thing as a dominant hand, it's clearly my right. But this this article points out, or actually, it was a science um, article that said there's there's this idea that there isn't a dominant hand that you have uses for both hands and one kind of specializes in one thing and yeah. one specializes in another and the the example they used to illustrate that was um cutting like meat with a fork and knife yeah i was gonna ask you about that you know like uh, i i was thinking about it i was like oh yeah i guess i do use the knife pretty well with my left hand and i thought crazy no my fork is in my left hand yeah me too my knife is in my right hand me too and then I switch the fork over to my right hand. That's what I do too. I was going to ask you that. So I'm definitely right-handed, but you know, my left hand does a great job holding the the stake in place with my fork while I cut it with the knife. Yeah. Well, I come to think of it, though, I play guitar and drums, so I mean, I have some left-hand skill, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know if you break your dominant hand, you're going to learn pretty quickly how to uh, adapt. So it's possible to learn. Yeah. Uh, if forced to. Yes. It's all very interesting to me. It is. And we should say if you happen, happen just randomly to be listening to this episode mm-hmm. on August 13th, happy National Left-Handed Day. Yeah. I looked uh, When I looked that up, I was like, oh, wouldn't it be one of those an, another Stuff You Should Know coincidence if this was happened to be released that right, week or yeah. something? No. Not even close. No such luck. Yeah. Um, and it's good that left-handed people have their own day because they've been fairly maligned throughout the millennia. Yeah, um, uh, let's talk about that, actually. Oh, okay. Um, throughout history, in fact, even if you look at the words uh, throughout history, there is a, a you know, uh, they poo-poo left-handers, basically. Yeah? Like the word L-Y-F-T. Lift? Yeah, from uh, Anglo-Saxon means weak. And uh, the That's word, where the word left comes from. Yeah, and the word uh, sinister from Latin is the word for left. Yeah, anybody who saw that episode of The Simpsons where Ned Flanders opens the leftorium knows that. Oh, that's right. Because he says, I, I have a, uh, a sinister reason to invite you all here. Sinister meaning left-handed. Man. And that was when he announced the leftorium. That show was so smart, you know. Very smart. So many of those jokes, like, just flew over my head back in the day. Well, now I got smarter. they're coming back to roost. Uh, there's a long list of um, countries who have languages that uh, link the word right with being good yeah. uh, and the left with uh, being bad or wrong. Uh, and in some countries, even making hand gestures with your left hand is, is a no-no. Well, uh, in a lot of countries or a lot of cultures that eat food with their hands rather yeah. than utensils, um, using the left hand to eat or do a lot of things with is considered taboo because, because the right it's exactly right you use the right <laughs> hand to eat with you use your left hand to wipe with right and um, I think if you pay attention and notice I'll bet you have a hand that's dominant in that that um, activity wiping your butt yeah 
Yeah, I'm, I'm righty. Are you? Oh yeah. Okay. But if you <laughs> if you try the other hand, it will feel very weird. Whatever whatever hand you use normally, it's <laughs> going to feel weird if you use the opposite. Yeah, and you'll just end up very messy. Sure. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you had a subconscious thing like, you know, I was just eating these candy pecans with my right hand, and I know I'm going to go back and eat them with my right hand. Oh, I don't even use my hands to eat. I'm, I'm a little too germ conscious. I, I scoop food up in the crook <laughs> of my elbow, which is very clean because it doesn't come in contact with other stuff. And then I eat out of the crook of my elbow. That's pretty funny. Um, so why have people been, uh, I mean, why have they picked on left-handed people? There are some theories that it's just a, a minority, you know, 10 to 15% of people are left-handed. And right. throughout history, minorities have been picked on. That's right. That's one thing. Yeah. Um, there's there's at least a couple of cultures that equate uh, left-handedness with clumsiness. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Some hypotheses theorize that um, tools, tool making mm-hmm. for a very long time um, has been done following right-handed techniques. Still is in many cases. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so when a lefty was trying to make tools or do whatever using right-handed tools, they would have been clumsy with them. And therefore, the idea that left-handed people were clumsy or weak or whatever right. could have developed and carried on. Yeah, like uh, Colonial Day Dad is teaching his two sons, well, let's go with a son and a daughter even. Let's okay. mix it up. How to use a saw. And, you know, the son's left-handed and he keeps he can't saw well. So the dad's just like, he favors the daughter because she's, you know, she's better with the saw. Right. It's just, it's easy to see how that could happen. Like he's mad at Roger, but pleased with Prudence. <laughs> yeah, because Prudence, she's always sawing things well. That's a colonial name, right? Yeah, sure. I, well, I feel like it is. Uh, okay, well, what else is there? Who? who? Goody, uh, Goody Alice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's timeless. <laughs> um, but there's still that, uh, if you're a lefty today, you might be frustrated with things like scissors and can openers sure. and spiral notebooks and things that sort of... Uh, Favor the right-handed. Yeah, or sitting next to a right-handed person at dinner. Ugh. The elbow thing. It's the worst. It's it, it, Because there's so few left-handed people, if you're planning a dinner party, first of all, it's just common courtesy to know the handedness of all of your guests. Sure. And then to Seat put them the... appropriately. Right. To put the left-handed person at the end of the table so that their left hand is... The, their left elbow is off the table and they don't have to worry yeah. about bumping into other people. Yeah. My mom is left-handed. My father is right-handed. And you came out right-handed? Yeah. Crazy. I sure did. So um, despite everybody knowing that there's a right-handedness and a left-handedness, it turns out after investigating this kind of thing, science is really baffled as to what exactly is going on, why we would have handedness. Uh, Yeah, at all. Where it comes from, why the proportions seem to be steady. There's a lot of questions that you know, come up when you look into handedness, where, whereas, you know, the average person would just kind of take it for granted. But no, not the average scientist. No, no. No. Uh, there are a lot of interesting theories, though. Um, one is, is that, uh, as we all know, we have a left hemisphere and a right hemisphere of our brain. And we are one of the only mammals that are very much um, have a, a lat- it's called brain lateralization, when Primarily, and this isn't across the board, but primarily one hemisphere controls certain things and the other controls other things. And that is primarily controlling the opposite side of the body uh, as the hemisphere. Um, but language and um, uh, controlling your, you know, 
fine motor skills, like things you do with your hands and your right. fingers, yeah. uh, have often been linked because uh, they are generally on linked together in, on one hemisphere of the brain. Right. For for the most part, people who are right-handed, they make up the vast majority of human beings, by the yeah, way. There's, 85 to 90 percent. Yeah, I saw as low as 70, but nothing lower than that. Yeah. No, 80 didn't. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, th- th- those people have their language center in the left hemisphere and the, I-, I guess also their motor cortex in the left hemisphere. Right. And the, no, the left. And the, uh, <laughs> gotcha. the, the there's a, a lot of questions about why this would be. And the brain supposedly is a, is always looking for efficiencies as much as possible. Yeah. So they're saying, okay, well, these are two very human activities, speech, mm-hmm. language, and using your fingers to do stuff. Right. Right? So um, there are also some of the more complex activities that humans engage in. Right. So it makes sense that you just leave it up to one side of the brain so that these things can um, not have to cross over the corpus callosum. Yeah, it's, it's just like clustered together. It makes sense. It does make sense, but it's also a pretty thin explanation if yeah. you you could also say the other the exact opposite that it would make more sense that our motor skills and our language skills would be in opposite sides of the brain to give each other a break rather than just oh, yeah. weighting it down on the same side the point is though is if you crack open a human brain and you look for the motor cortex and the language region the language center you're going to find them most likely statistically speaking on the left hemisphere Hence, more right-handedness. Right, because of what you said, that um, that brain lateralization where stuff that's carried out in the left hemisphere is going to uh, manifest itself in the right. So if you're shaking somebody's hand using your right hand, the left hemisphere is, is blowing up. That's right. If you're taking in um, visual information with just your left eye because you got your right eye closed or it was poked out by a seagull or whatever, yeah. then your right hemisphere is going to be active, <laughs> right? That's right. Uh, interestingly, though, if the opposite isn't true, if you have your language center in your uh, right hemisphere, it doesn't always mean that you're going to be left-handed. Right. It, it means you're more likely to, but um, I like the way this article looked at it. It's it's an evolutionary rule of thumb. It's not, I think they said between 61 and 73% of lefties have the language centers on the left, 90% um, over 90% on the, of right-handed people. Right, which raises a really great question. Are Is there such a thing as righties and lefties? Or is there such a thing as righties and non-righties? Yeah. Because if, there, if, the, if a righty and a lefty are equally exactly the same thing, if handedness is completely um, binary like that, yeah, yeah. then if you're a lefty, your language center should be on the right-hand side. And that, like you said, that's just not the case in most lefties even. Yeah, that's true. And the uh, IO9 article also uh, points out that it's, they don't know why necessarily, but this is just how we evolved. It could have just been the opposite. Right. And then we'd have more lefties. Right. Yeah, well, that's the idea. But I think um, there are a couple of uh, the explanations possibly of genetic mutations along the way. Two in particular, uh, one about 200,000 years ago that basically mutated us to the fact that we are going to be more right-handed and the the language center is going to be on the left-hand side. Right. Uh, And then more recently, um, there's a theory that there was a second mutation uh, 20,000, between 20,000 and 100,000 years ago where 
that basically balanced things out, or it canceled that out, which means the possibility of left-handedness became a thing, or else we would have all been right-handed. Right. That makes sense, too. It does make sense in that the humans possibly evolved to use their hands more, and by using their hands more, our brains were forced to become specialized yeah. and basically forced to choose. So then some sort of gene was set up that made the developing human brain most likely to be a right-handed person, right? Yes. And then that second gene came along and canceled that out in some parts of the population. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the D gene and the C gene. Um, there were two alleles, uh, which is the manifestations of a gene at the same location. And the D gene is more frequent in the population, so it's more uh, it promotes the right-handed preference. The C gene is less likely within the gene pool. Uh, and so there you have like a 50-50 chance of being left-handed if you have that C gene. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. But you don't have a 50-50 chance of being a left-handed person in general. You have about a, a Only 10% if you have, chance. Yeah, because the D gene is more prominent, mm -hmm. and that means almost certainly you're going to be right-handed. Okay, so the, the caveat we should add to all of this is that um, this is all just strictly conjecture. Sure. Um, and we'll get to a little more of this conjecture right after this. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Altoids because, let's face it, unraveling the mysteries of the universe is tough work. But with Altoids, your breath will be stronger than a black hole's gravitational pull, more intense than an alien abduction, and more reliable than your phone's battery during a podcast marathon. When it comes to needing intense freshness, Altoids have you covered. Altoids are stronger than your favorite conspiracy theory, more intense than the latest true crime docuseries, and more reliable than a Bigfoot sighting. They're not just mints, they're curiously strong mints. Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So, Chuck, uh, we were saying that it's possible that genetic mutations far back in human history mm-hmm. account for this. Sure. And um, there is a lot of evidence that there have humans have been mostly right-handed for about the last 200,000 years. Fossil yeah. evidence suggests this, looking at um, Neanderthals, skeletons, early human skeletons. Um, you can see evidence on the skeletons of right-handedness, and they think that it's so obvious and obviously prominent because these people were using things like spears. Yeah. So if they did have a, pr- a hand preference, then a spear would definitely develop the arm connected to that hand, and it would stay in the fossil record through the skeletons, right? Yeah. They also have looked at other fossils as far back as 1.6 million years. There's a skeleton called, I want to say the Kokomo Boy, even though it's not, but I love that song. <laughs> It's the uh, Nario Kotome boy. Do you love Kokomo? Sure. <laughs> uh, and he is a 1.6 million year old Homo ergaster. Yeah. And um, they he he was clearly right-handed as well. Other fossils have turned up evidence of right-handedness. The um, the teeth striations on the teeth suggest eating with their right hand. Yeah. So what we what we can say with a pretty decent amount of confidence is that at least for the last 200,000 years. Humanity has been the majority right-handers, and there's yeah. been maybe about this constant 10, 15 percent uh, proportion of left-handed people, which yeah. makes the mystery even more crazy to me. Yeah, but it also makes sense that um, in early uh, tool building and teaching how to use tools, um, I mean, it holds true today. They've done studies that, you know, you teach your son or daughter to tie a tie, and it's it's going to be more difficult if they're left-handed and you're right-handed for them to try and do it with their left hand. So they're, they'll pick it up easier if they uh, go against their instinct and learn it how you've taught right, yeah, with stu- the right hand. Studies have shown that. Yeah. So, so you learn makes, faster from watching somebody and then using the same hand exactly. movements that they do. Yeah. And that makes sense back in the, you know, with Tuk Tuk and showing his pal how to use the bone to smash a uh, skull. Right. You know, it's if he picks if his buddy picks it up with his left hand, Took's Took's gonna shake his head. No, no, don't be stupid. Yeah, use right hand, or they're just gonna. You know, they want everyone wants to fit in, even back in, in the old days. Well, that's actually a um, suggestion of why left-handedness is possibly not a little more prevalent uh, among a certain age group today. Yeah, because it was equated with being weird or off or yeah. crazy or whatever. Sure. Um, and parents and teachers would force children to learn how to write with their right hand, mm-hmm. effectively wiping out a lot of the left-handed population. Yeah, and um, just jumping back a minute, I wanted to mention something important that the whole correlation versus causation thing. Yeah. Um, with the whole language center link, uh, it's not necessarily that, – that's a correlation. They appear to be strongly linked, but – no one is saying that because the the language hemisphere is on the left side of your brain, that's causing you to be right-handed. Right. They, and again, the reason that they are linked in a lot of scientists' minds is that speech and 
fine motor skills are basically uniquely human, almost uniquely human. And it's just a little, it's kind of like a red flag or a signal that they're both usually in the same hemisphere and they do seem to be connected. And one hypothesis for why they're connected I thought was pretty smart. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea that language, spoken language, emerged out of gestures, hand movements, which would require fine motor skills, right? That I don't have trying to do the too legit to quit thing. <laughs> sure. But the idea that language emerged out of that would suggest some sort of connection between the two. Like maybe the um, the fine motor skill section is the more ancient of the two, and then language evolved out of that. Right. But we also still need our fine motor skills to like eat with a fork and knife and everything, so yeah. it stuck around. Yeah. It didn't become obsolete just because we started speaking. Yeah, I like that theory. Um, we we did mention that this is uh, largely uniquely human trait, um, but they have followed, uh, they've basically been looking at our closest ancestors to try and figure a lot of this stuff out. Although I did see some studies that said that like 30% of cats are left-handed because they'll go to swat things with their left hand. Hmm. But um, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, there's, not only is it difficult apparently to um, test or to attribute a handedness to an animal, it's also difficult to attribute handedness to a person. Yeah, because the idea of whether or not you're left-handed or right-handed, um, it's still questionable. Like, right. if you write with your right hand, but you actually can write better with your left hand, or something like that. Right. Uh, which, wh- what are you? Yeah, is the it, one you're comfortable with, right. or the one you, it, that you're actually better with? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but they have been looking at our our uh, primate ancestors uh, since about the 1920s, and they have found patterns. Um, apparently, lemurs and uh, are more left-handed, and other prosimians, uh, uh, macaques, and old-world monkeys, for the most part, are evenly split, and gorillas and chimpanzees are about 35% lefty. Um, but this is interesting. The, the more, as they say here, the more primitive the primate, the uh, more likely it is to be a lefty, which goes in the opposite of... The gene mutation. Right. It's the exact opposite. It, it, yeah. it implies that we were originally left-handed right. as primates, and then as we evolved, we became right-handed. So, therefore, right-handed people are more evolved than left-handed people in some weird way. Yeah. So, again, it's another inconsistency. Where, and, of course, this is in primates, too. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean it's the same thing with humans. No, definitely not. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're looking at our ancestry and trying to figure out where handedness came from, you have to go pretty far back. Right. And I, I, that's a pretty good example of how this body of work or knowledge is very contradictory still. Yeah. It's baffling. It's pretty awesome. Hey, Chuck. Hey. You sent me something about um, ambidextrousness. Yeah, I thought this was kind of interesting from Mental Floss. Like, like, it was just kind of my understanding that anybody who said, oh, I'm ambidextrous knew what they were talking about, but it turns right. out... That's really just not the case. For the most part, yeah. like, it's a very rare um, condition, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, um, because I don't know if there is a is a strict definition for what constitutes being ambidextrous. Like a you know a switch hitter in baseball doesn't necessarily mean they're ambidextrous. It means they've taught themselves to hit from the other side of the plate. Right. Um, if you notice, as a baseball fan. You're never going to see a player that hits uh, 
equally as well on both sides. Like, you know, the great Chipper Jones here from Atlanta. Yeah. He favored one side of the plate, although he was a switch hitter. He was a much better hitter, I think it was as a lefty and not as a righty. So that's not ambidextrous. No, someone who's taught themselves because it's a valuable skill in sports right. to be somewhat ambidextrous uh, or in a lot of sports. Yep. Um, but as far, I think writing is one of the things that they can look at um, as a clear indicator of which hand uh, you're, you're best at. And they say about only about 1% can write equally as well with either hand. Right. So that's like super low. Um, apparently, too, uh, so this handedness and this um, lateralization of the brain and division of labor and all that mm-hmm. has a lot to do with how your brain's connected, and apparently handedness is a part of that, too. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, people who are ambidextrous um, are more likely to suffer from schizophrenia, to have schizophrenia. Yeah. And they're, it's not just um, ambidextrous people. Apparently, lefties... Um, show a greater propensity towards schizophrenia. Something like 40% of people with schizophrenia are left-handed, which is a very high proportion, yeah. considering the general population is about 10%. And um, More I than think, that, uh, dyslexia and stuttering as well for so, lefties. Right, which suggests that left-handedness has an effect on how your brain is wired. Yeah. It's not just a simple, oh, my, my hand is... I, I use my left hand, my, uh, my brain is otherwise the exact same as a right-handed person, the brain does appear to be different yeah, in some ways, in, especially in the ways that it's connected. Yeah, the, um, we, we talked about synesthesia before, one of our favorite, uh, what do you call it? Not a condition, is it? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Sure. I always just think of condition as something that's, uh, you know, derogatory. That's uh, bad. Yeah, no. Like a malady or something. I mean, I think that falls under that. One is one, but the other one isn't necessarily that one. Gotcha. So, like, a malady is a condition, but a sure. condition isn't necessarily a malady. <laughs> right. Anyway, that's my long-winded way of saying synesthetes are awesome. Yeah. Uh, and the the rate of an, uh, ambidextrian synesthetes is much higher uh, and left-handedness than in the general population. Right. So, we have some clues here. Like, um, it, it's it's... Handedness has to do with how your brain is wired, and if your brain is wired in such a way that you are left-handed, your brain is wired differently from a person with a right-handed brain, right? Yeah. And a lot of studies have backed that up and have come up with things like it's entirely possible that if you're a left-handed person, you've got some advantages in life. Yeah. We'll, We'll talk about those right after this. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Altoids because, let's face it, unraveling the mysteries of the universe is tough work. But with Altoids, your breath will be stronger than a black hole's gravitational pull, more intense than an alien abduction, and more reliable than your phone's battery during a podcast marathon. When it comes to needing intense freshness, Altoids have you covered. Altoids are stronger than your favorite conspiracy theory, more intense than the latest true crime docuseries, and more reliable than a Bigfoot sighting. They're not just mints, they're curiously strong mints. Find Altoids in the checkout aisle. Grab your tin today. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So, Chuck, one of the things that... um left-handedness possibly bestows, confers upon you as a benefit, is the idea of thinking quicker, to be able to process information more quickly. Yeah, uh, they have done some studies on this. Um, did, did a couple of studies, one of which um, they sat down uh, 100 people, 80 right-handers, 20 left-handers, mm-hmm. and basically just showed them a computer screen with a single dot either on the left or the right side, and you had to press a button. It's just a speed test, basically. Right. Like, which side is it on, left or right? Right, so if something shows up on the left side, I'm sure you have a clicker in your left hand and a clicker in your right hand. You click the left-hand clicker. But this is all happening very fast. That's right. Um, and left-handed subjects were overall faster. Uh, in the other test, they had to match up multiple letters that appeared in some cases on either side of the line and in other cases on just one side. And again, left-handed uh, were faster, but just at matching letters that were on both sides of the line. Right which I thought was interesting. Well, the, and that supports this idea that um, the, the brain, the fact that um, some left-handed people's motor skills mm-hmm. and language centers are on different sides in their brains yeah. uh, could make them talk more. The, the sides uh, yeah. of their hemispheres of their brains are more connected. There's more white tissue or their corpus callosum is more efficient. It, it makes sense in a way but at the same time, you're like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. So it, it's kind of this data should be taken and just locked away in a box until we understand the whole thing more. <laughs> right. Because it doesn't really do, do a lot at this point. We don't know enough to make it fit. No. And it's actually kind of contradictory to some other stuff, too, as far as handedness goes. Yeah, but they do say that if you're left-handed, you may be like a better gamer yeah. or, uh, or a pilot because you're able to just process this quick information super fast. Right. Like rapid fire stuff coming at you. It also suggested too that language can be processed in both hemispheres among left-handed people, which again would require a lot more connections between the two hemispheres, faster 
um, communication between the two and hence quicker thinking. Yeah, and that you in the long run, as you age and your brain deteriorates, you may be in better shape as a lefty uh, because your uh, other hemisphere may be able to pick up that slack more easily. Whereas if you're just a dumb right-hander, you're just, you know, you're screwed. You're in, you're in trouble. <laughs> and of course, this isn't proven. This is just, they're postulating here. Right. But, I mean, it adds to this mystery. And, yeah, and, you, you definitely have an, uh, an advantage in sports in a lot of cases, though. Yes, but not in the way that you would think. It's not necessarily because your brain is communicating, the hemispheres of your brain are communicating. Right. It's more because your opponent is statistically likelier to be expecting you to be a right-handed person, yeah. to have trained against a right-handed person. More practice, basically. Uh, exactly, to yeah. be used to playing a right-handed person, whereas if you're a left-handed person they're playing you now, you're going to throw them off guard. Yeah. You're going to catch them off guard. You're going to be able to get the drop on them because they're not used to you. Whereas you, being a lefty, you're still statistically likelier to have played right-handed people. Right. So you know how to handle them. They don't know how to handle you. Exactly. You're the wild card, baby. You win. You're Rocky. Yeah, Rocky was left-handed, South apparently. Yeah. Um, and there's a bunch of uh, sports figures in, in real life that were left-handed, and apparently it's one of those things where they're disproportionately represented yeah. as far as successful athletes go compared to the, to the population at large. Yeah, and I think um, a lot of times you'll hear about like uh, MMA or boxing. Um, tennis is another big one because if you're used to playing righties most of your life, right. that left-handed server comes up there, and it's, it's different. It's weird. Right, and the, the difference is so pronounced that, like, if you are a pro tennis player or something like that, or a pro boxer, you're going to train against a lefty yeah. before a match against a lefty. Yeah. You're going to do what you can to prepare yourself. Yeah, and uh, I think Robert Lamb wrote this on How Stuff Works, mm-hmm. Are Left-Handers Quicker, I'm sorry, uh, Better at Sports. Yeah. And um, he also points out that through history, uh, this probably comes from, like, soldier training mainly training and fighting and jousting and sword fighting and everything right. against other righties as well. Yeah. So a lefty would have, uh, a left-handed warrior might be more prone to be, you know, the great leader, like perhaps Alexander the Great. Right. Who was supposedly left-handed. What's weird, though, is if that had been the case, if humans had been uh, left-handed and right-handed, the proportions have been roughly the same for the last 200,000 years. Mm-hmm. If you're a left-handed combatant, yeah. Wouldn't then the proportion of left-handed people have grown over time because of natural selection? Because you you have an advantage in battle or something like that? So therefore the population of right-handed people yeah. would drop in relation to the population of left-handed killed people. killed them. Exactly. That makes sense. And I remember... It does, but that hasn't happened. Yeah. Uh, I remember our uh, podcast on castles like 80 years ago. Mm-hmm. Remember they built the um, staircases... <laughs> Going on the right hand side. I can't even. Do you remember how mind you don't bendingly difficult that was for me to understand? <laughs> oh, no. Did you have a hard time with it? Oh, yeah. We had to re record it, I think, like really? twice because I kept getting it wrong. Yeah, we also got in trouble for, for a cuss word in that one, too. <laughs> that, was the, that was a dark day many yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, but the, yeah, the, the castle steps would wind up on the right side of the wall to give the advantage to the person higher on the stairs swinging a right-handed sword because obviously you couldn't swing a right-handed sword going up the stairs because the wall is on your right. But a left-handed combatant, aha, uh, yeah. advantage taken away. Exactly. Even though you have the higher ground because uh, all of a sudden you're cutting the guy's knees off. 
<laughs> right. They were cutting them off at the knees. Yeah. You know? And that hurts. It does. But, all, but also included with natural selection, too, is if there were any real disadvantages to being a left-handed person or there were advantages to being a right-handed person, this population shouldn't have remained steady over yeah. that long of a period, too. I see what you mean. You know? Unless There's, the advantage isn't so great as to, you know, cause uh, that natural selection to occur. You know, yeah, maybe um, there are more U.S. presidents that have been left-handed. Yeah, uh, more Mensa members for whatever that's worth. Yeah, half half of the twelve U.S. presidents since World War II have been left-handed. Yeah. So whereas the normal population is ten to fifteen percent lefties, yeah, U.S. presidents since World War II has been fifty percent. And apparently, in the nineteen ninety two campaign, all three candidates, H.W. Uh, Bush, Clinton, and Perot, were left-handed. Yeah. That's 100% of the population. Perot, man. He was fun to watch. He was. <laughs> it, Dana Carvey was fun to watch doing Perot, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they say uh, more musicians are more, or musicians are more likely to be left-handed, maybe. Um, and it does run in families, even though identical twins can have opposite hand preferences. Oh, weird. And um, there is, in the 1980s, there was a Harvard neurologist that said that... Uh, Lefties are righties whose brain centers uh, in the womb change because of uh, high testosterone. Yeah, so there's there's theories that we become handed in the womb because yeah. of something like that or birth trauma or some sort of trauma yeah, while we're in too. the womb. And that, yeah, it just adjusts the, the, um, the construction of our brains. Yeah. Um, supposedly, a mother's age has an impact on... Her kids. Oh yeah, that was crazy. Statistically speaking, a, a mother um, over forty uh-huh. uh, who gives birth is uh, has a higher likelihood of having a lefty kid. Way higher, like one hundred and twenty five percent or yeah. something. Yeah, like that's pretty high. Yeah, it's more than one hundred percent. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I guess your hand preference emerges about s- by seven months. Oh really? But then it's like set by age three. So before seven months, you're just flinging poop with both hands equally as well. Pretty much. Yeah. I read a story about a guy who found out as an adult that his mother had suspected he was left-handed when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. So she immobilized oh his left hand so that he would be forced to learn with his right hand. That's abuse. He didn't seem to take it like that, but he did. He, it came across like he felt like something had been kind of taken from him. He said it also explained a yeah. lot that he was like so-so with stuff that involved his right hand, right. but he seemed to be better with his left, and um, that he looked into it, and that by doing that, which was very popular, like kids were forced to become yeah. right-handed through the 20th century, um, that you are basically making a a less pronounced copy of the person. You're taking yeah. the original and making like a, a slightly dimmer facsimile of it. Yeah, like By it, forcing their brain to reorganize like that. Interesting. Yeah. Whereas they th- thought they were trying to give them an advantage, they actually gave them a disadvantage. Exactly. But I would imagine that if you did that till say, age 18. Right. And then all of a sudden started using your dominant hand that you were naturally born with. It's all like spindly and weak. And right, like but thin. then once you once you train it to 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 bulk back up, yeah, I would imagine your brain would would be better off like that. It'd be fuller. Right. So to continue the abuse. 
Right, until 18. Okay. Discontinue the abuse. <laughs> and then, bam, you got a super kid on your yeah, hands. Yeah, take your little old man spindly hands and fingers. Like, um, build them back up. The Mr. Show character. <laughs> Remember uh, Titanico went and visited oh, yeah. David Cross in the hospital? <laughs> you know, they're getting back together, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. That's exciting. So PFT tweeted something, yeah. some picture. It's very exciting. The whole gang. Uh, if you want to know more about Paul F. Tompkins or Handedness or Mr. Show or any of that jazz, you can type that stuff into the search bar at HowStuffWorks.com. Since I said search bar, it's time for listener mail. Uh, I'm going to call this a uh, Christian shout-out. Hey, guys, started listening a few months ago and have already listened to about 160 episodes. Oh, um, not bad. And by the way, we mentioned this a lot, but you're just on iTunes, say, and you think, boy, these guys have got 300 episodes. 301. Yeah. We've got, like, how many now? 700 and change. Yeah, 700 plus Yeah, that you can find on our website, um, stuffyoushouldknow.com. Yeah, and uh, as a little pro tip, if you go on to stuffyoushouldknow.com, a.k.a. the website with one of the worst searches in the world, <laughs> yeah. uh, just do Control-F and open up your web browser search and then type it in and on our podcast archive page. Oh, if you're looking for something? Yes. Okay. It'll bring it up. Don't search for it. Don't bother searching for it using our search tool on yeah. our site. It's We're working terrible. on that. Are we working on that? I hope so, because okay. this is really bad. <laughs> like, it doesn't bring up anything. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's pretty bad. Then why is it even there? I don't know. I guess for looks. Lame. Um, so getting back to this, we do have a lot of podcasts out there. For those of you who don't know, we have 700 plus. I he forgot what we were talking about. He's uh, he listened to 160 episodes. Oh yeah. His favorite thing uh, about them is how you don't poo-poo anybody's beliefs. Uh, I'm a Christian, so when I was very much so begrudgingly uh, listened to your evolution suite, I was expecting to be mad, but to my surprise, I heard a very non-biased view of evolution. Um, I do believe in evolution, but it's a long story, by the way. After many years of hearing creationists slam, uh, people talk about evolution as a very pleasant surprise. So just want to say thanks for putting your hearts, but not your opinions, into that episode. Uh, that is from Matt, very sincerely. And uh, we've been taking a task here and there. We try to do our best, Matt, um, to keep things on the level like that. But uh, we are human, and we do uh, flounder here and there with that. But we, we, we try, and we appreciate your kudos for that. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give us kudos, we would love to hear about that. Or if you have any great stories that has to do with handedness, yeah. let us know. If you had your arm tied to your waist till you were 18. As a baby. Yeah. Uh, you can tweet to us at SYSK Podcast. You can join us on Facebook.com slash Stuff You Should Know. You can send us an email to StuffPodcast at HowStuffWorks.com. And as always, join us at our home on the web, StuffYouShouldKnow.com. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. In Puerto Rico, there's adventure around every corner and natural treasures waiting to be explored, like El Yunque, the only tropical rainforest in the U.S. Get swept away by natural beauty and come away with unique stories that could only be experienced in Puerto Rico and that remind you why you travel in the first place. Visits end, but stories last forever. You don't become a part of the island, it becomes a part of you. No passports required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Are you thirsty? Well, Richard's rainwater is caught clean before it even hits the ground. Rain is naturally pure, so there's no need for harsh chemicals or additives. Richard's rainwater contains no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. Enjoy the smooth, clean taste of still rainwater or the cold-pressured bubbles of sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And for a coupon, text STUFF to 251-292-8887 and receive $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's Rainwater. 